Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. This is going to be something I'll remember. And that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past. And James Bay. Come on, lady. Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash Virgin Radio UK. Welcome to the show. Vassas is here. Aloha. Uh, Rachel's here. Greetings. All right, you two? Very yeah. good, thank you. Very John good. McEnroe, encore in the Serengeti. The dress code will be khaki, not white, for the first uh, tennis match played in the Serengeti. A patch of Tanzania's famous vast plains where wildebeest... Um, which, and you want to say wildy beast. Yeah, wildy beasties. Yeah, because that's how it's spelled, isn't it? You know it's spelled B-E-E-S-T? Yeah. They've just had fun with that. It's clearly wild beast, but they've gone wildy beastie. <laughs> There's a very funny American comedy sketch where the substitute teacher comes in and he pronounces all the kids' names like they would be pronounced. He goes, I'm, I'm from an inner city school and I don't want any of you kids. I don't want any of you kids to give me any because you will, you will know my wrath. And then he goes, right. Um, and he starts naming the kids. Um, like you know, like in um, in 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 some African American cultures, you you take a name like Colin and you'll call it like Colin Powell. Colin Powell is Colin Powell. Conan. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, A A Ron, A A Ron. It's, it's pronounced Aaron. Go and see the head teacher. You're not going <laughs> to. And then right at the end, he goes Timothy. And then this guy at the back goes present. You know, because he, yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely, lovely, funny, self. Is it available? Special. Yeah, it's called. Is it's it? called. Um, teachers having fun. It's cool, isn't key it? Key and Peel substitute teacher sketch. That's what it's Very all about. Funny. Oh, it's a sketch. Yeah, it's not a real thing. No, it's a better if it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patch of Tanzania's famous vast plains where wildy beastie and zebra. I like the word zebra as well. Maybe it's a word day today. It's a good word, zebra, isn't it? Yeah. Zebra, it's just got it all going on. Uh, they migrate in their millions and it's been carved into a tennis court for one of the sport's biggest beasts, John McEnroe. <laughs> <laughs> Who hopes new players, I'm doing it now, I can't stop it, will be made by watching a game in the bush, uh, which will be followed by Les Ons. Les, les Sons. Les Sons. Lessons. In a Maasai village. Got to stop this now, it's going to be really annoying. I'm sure it's really annoying anyway. This is making. I always just found a way to make the show more yes. annoying. Mm. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> I was thinking about John McEnroe yesterday. Because yeah. I was thinking about Andy Murray yesterday. Andy Murray, who's definitely, by the way, you may not have heard the show yesterday, Rachel, but he's definitely not going to go into commentary. He confirmed it over the weekend, which I think is a shame. I love his voice. So do I. And even though tennis is a very fast moving game. I think he could still be up for it. <laughs> All over it, don't you? Agreed. Agreed. How can he play such a fast sport when this is what's going on inside his vocal cords? He's got to substitute one for the other. I suppose he has. I suppose you're right. Um, so he was talking about Hawkeye. And he was talking about... Um, <laughs> I 
<laughs> something about yesterday about the fact that you know Hawkeye now is 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 one hundred percent accurate. It's one hundred percent accurate. It doesn't get it wrong. Yet there are still line judges and he thinks it was because of a line call that he may have exited Wimbledon early and it happens all the time it happened yesterday there's a young uh, women's player she had a big issue with one of the calls yesterday and um, oh, she, the 16 year old yeah, yeah she had and, and she, there's a big press conference afterwards you know and she was completely down about it and she's like you know we have the technology and by the way this is then this is the bit that really got me because it's to do with the cricket as well he referred different, um, and it's to do with VAR in football and this kind of stuff. So, so here's the thing: I've got to just let me get this right, so it's not too ba- it's not too sort of uh, bulky and bumpy. It will be anyway. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher my own thought here. But all the technology is available, okay? So when human beings who are umpiring at cricket, line calling at tennis, or um, refereeing or assistant refereeing in football. When the players suspect they've got it wrong, they appeal and then we check the technology that is 100% right. So basically you've got professional sports people who are betting potentially their whole careers on uh, human fallibility yeah, over technology. But the technology is there. And by the way, they only get to question human fallibility three times during a match, whereas you have a hundred. They're surrounded by a hundred percent reliability, but we don't use it. What? In ten years' time, we're going to look back and say, "The second that was proven to be a hundred percent reliable, we should have just used it." Can you imagine Formula One still relying on somebody with a stopwatch in the pit lane <laughs> for pole position? No. Never going to happen. Why? Why? Still have line judges because it's more fun than a beep. But I'm not a fan of the beeps. I don't want the world to have more beeps in it. But you have a, a line judge, uh, human beings. Not as many. I'm sorry about that. Not as many. But it's about getting the thing right. You know, if it was a plane, you know, you'd have to you'd have to adapt this, this, this these systems. But if you have a line judge who then has a, the, the beep in their ear, you know, and say, long, out, you know, fault. Then that's so you still get the human interpretation of the beep, mm. but you've got to go with the technology. You have to, because it's right and it's there. And other sports do, and industry does, and we do on this show, and advertising does, and medicine does. Why w- it's so unfair on the sports people. It wouldn't be unfair at all if the appeal system didn't exist. But they're having to they're having to go, shall we? I think we should just go on this point because I'm allowed three per per set or three per innings in cricket or whatever it is. On this one, can we just go to the machine that always gets it right, please? <laughs> that must be so annoying. Yeah. That thought. Okay, um, sorry, umpire. Can I? Can we go to the machine that always gets it right to see if the human got it right? No, oh, human got it wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, human got it right. Yeah, human got it right. It's like a game. Play that game at home. Don't play it on centre court. You have got a point. I mean, you really do have a point. <laughs> do you not want to appeal it? <laughs> My <Yeah>. point. <laughs> because. It's, I mean, the no, other thing is. No, no, it's, You can say because. By the way, I don't want to cut you off. But of course I have a point. It's insane not it's, to just use insane. the technology. It's crazy. Well, it adds more fun to it. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Oh, yeah, but people, they love the, the appeal. Ooh. They do love that. They do. That is a bit of fun. Yeah, it's a bit of fun, but not when it means that you could, not, you know, you, mm. you've you've. It's wrong. It's unfair. It's unfair and it's crazy. And it's a system that is reluctant to change. And it's got to change. It has to change 100%. If you've got the spare capacity to appeal, 
great but sometimes you're just so in the point you're so in the zone forget that, you don't forget you don't that, even forget notice that, forget that, that's, so that's what that's that. what that's what andy had you know andy andy forget had a, 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 an important call he, he should have he should have challenged it no, no. he didn't uh, no it's not his fault no he, he should just, he, he shouldn't have to challenge yeah, exactly. it exactly yeah i agree tomorrow now this afternoon hmm. get rid of everything like Djokovic has said today you know um, can we start play early please so I don't have to play over three days why is it half past one because because it's from it's yesteryear television. no television it's newly half past one yeah it used to be one o'clock on uh -huh. centre court and it's newly half past one because they want the matches they want them to go late into the evening the BBC want them to go late into the evening and they pay loads of money for, for Wimbledon and uh, their, their partners in the USA you know the later it goes on the better for you know, the, the American audience as well. However, you know, Wimbledon, sure, make it a bit early, but there's an 11pm curfew at Wimbledon. At the other Grand Slams, you just keep playing in the night session. You keep playing until the match is finished. I've been commentating on a tennis match in Australia at four o'clock in the morning. These are professional elite athletes who played they have to play tennis in the middle of the night in the middle of the night and then come back the next day to play in the day it's, see that that's also insane it, no it is completely insane so Djokovic is right if they if they keep the curfew in place mm. what Wimbledon have done is they go we want later yeah you've got to do the other bit as well the yeah. bit that Vassas is talking about he's absolutely bang on you just let the matches play out and they finish when they finish well um, the residents of SW19 aren't going to be happy with that Okay, well, you need to sort that out. You need to give them some money. But they'll be fine if you get... I had a friend who had a really big party once and he was worried about the other villagers, so he just sent them a Fortnum Mason's hamper each. Didn't hear a peep from them. <laughs> He's now their favourite person. <laughs> sort it out. Spread the joy, spread the love. You know, and they say, well, it's not... You know, it's for, for our audience... No, it's a global audience. You've, you've, it's the eighty twenty rule. We're back to the eighty twenty. Oh, rule. the eighty twenty. We're back to the eighty twenty rule. Um, anyway, so I was thinking. So, so we get back to the John McEnroe yep. story. So, the only thing that I don't like about my own argument is, had it existed, had that technology been in place when John McEnroe was at the peak of his powers, we wouldn't have got the line. You cannot be serious. He, he would have just had to say, you, you, you were serious. You're serious. And they wouldn't, he wouldn't have been as famous. Yeah. <laughs> because it, but you can now understand, you can get into his head back then, realising how frustrated he was with all those wrong line calls. Because he, he, elite players, the absolute best people, whether it's sport or writing or whatever it may be, education or, or science or, or whatever, the people who are best at it have a, an instinct, a God-given, an instinct they're born with, and they know where the balls are better than an umpire. The umpire may have a better view, but these guys are the best at what they do in the world, and they have a built-in instinct of where that ball is. Sometimes they're wrong, but more often than not, they're right. So no wonder he went absolutely apoplectic every other point. But of course, it did give us, you can't be serious. I think that line was like the line, well, for, for my age group, that was the first time we would like try and do like an American accent was to do McEnroe. Go, go, go for it. You cannot be serious. Let's see how good that is. You cannot be serious. Not bad. That was, yeah, that's I would have gone much quicker. Strong nine out that of was ten. A, oh, where was, what, where's the missing point? What's, what's, she, what's she lacking there? I thought the serious yeah. could have been a little bit more bang on, but well, other, I mean, only a little bit. Okay, well, let's, let's have, let's, I, might, I might appeal your decision. Um, I might go to AI for a decision, <laughs> an opinion. Here we go. You cannot be serious! Off you go again. You cannot be serious! Well, that, that's the 10 out of 10 now. 
You just want to be, come across as a nice guy. Yep. I thought that was actually worse. <laughs> I'm just, I tell it like it is. Just, yeah. you're just I just play for the people please yeah, appointment. People play for the love. Can't even say it. <laughs> Going to have a lovely conversation again today about future classics. Um, there are future classics available on cinch.co.uk. So these are barely, um, barely secondhand cars, like almost new. They look better than new, some of them. They're, they cost thousands of pounds less than new cars, and it's a lovely service. And you can peruse cinch.co.uk at your own leisure. And you know, if you're worried about buying a car online, then you can phone someone up, and they will uh, hold your hand all the way through it. As my friend Susie did. She hadn't had a car for 10 years. Her mum's not been very well. She's been commuting. She's been renting cars. And her pal said, buy a car. She said, I haven't bought a car for ages. So she listens to the show and she went to Cinch and she bought a lovely peppermint green Fiat 500 for £7,200. And the lady who held her hand all the way through then said, you know, how long has it been since you had a car? She said, 10 years. Oh, she said, well, things have changed. Um, you know, insurance has changed and tax has changed. And do you want to sort all that out? So they had a conversation about that. And then the lady said, so they must have, since you must have these list of questions, uh, free FAQs or um, on FAQs, unfrequently asked questions that are more relevant that you don't think of, which are more importantly, important than free, frequently asked questions if you think about it. Well, you're not thinking about it because you're not asking. But anyway, so she said, um, by the way, where do you live? And so uh, Susie said, oh, I live here. And she said, can I have the postcode? Do you mind? And then she said, can I have what three words? So I know exactly where you're going to park your car. And so she went for what three words? And the lady on the phone says, oh, that's um, residence parking only. Susie so said, is it? She said, yeah. Do you know how to do that? She said, do you want me to help you with that? I mean, that's a service. Yeah, that really is. That's Amazing. a service and a half, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and the three days and four days insurance. This is all with Cinch, by the way, Cinch.co.uk. And we're going to continue our conversation today to do with Cinch about future classics. You can buy a future classic on Cinch today. Or can you, in your opinion, what is your opinion of future classics? I am saying they've asked me to talk about future classics, potentially, uh, potential purchases of future classics on Cinch.co.uk. I have said to them, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's one conversation we can have. I'm talking about off-the-production-line classics, cars that are now born as classics. Day one, they can't help it. They're already a classic. Like the BMW M series, like any Golf GTI, okay? So too much about Golf GTIs, I need to stop because my big <laughs> Golf GTI... Uh, no, 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 Golf GTI, VW GTI. Oh, what if I'm sorry. So too much. You're so. I love how. I'm really excited. You are I'm so this, excited yeah. about this because if you're going to buy a new car, yeah. a buying a new car, you should be really excited about it. Mm. And some people go, oh, no. some people say this to me, and I understand it. I understand. I understand it, and I don't understand it. I hundred percent understand it. Actually, no, I hundred percent understand it. And then I get a hundred percent frustrated on their behalf because here we go. They go, oh no! I say, what's the matter? What's the matter? What 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 cloud are you currently having hovering over your head? They go, oh, I've got to buy a new car, and they dread it. And I'm like, it's the most exciting thing in the world apart from having children. <laughs> and they go, no, it's not. It's a nightmare. I go, no, it's not really. It's not really not a nightmare. And then they go, to, they go to somewhere safe for something safe. Which is all fine, but you can. It's really, your hard-earned money. You can buy something really exciting all the time. Something that you will fall in love with. A current classic. A, a born off the production line classic, a feature classic. Like, for example, any Fiat R Bath. Any of those, boom, current classic. So, what about this? On cinch.co.uk, currently available, right? A cinch, a, a, an R Bath 595. Right, which is they they should be called Fiat 500 595s because they are a souped up, super super cool. I mean, off the chain cool Fiat 500. 
on the side, they have a little R Bath badge, which is to do with the racing heritage. And it says 595 because they have a, an engine that's up, changed to 595 cc's. But on the back, they ha on the back, the bumper, the chrome bumper cover, yes. they have the 500 cc logo as well. So it should really be a Fiat 500 five, R Bath 595, but it's not. Anyway, the point is it's, it's a current classic, as is the 124 Spider. Can't go wrong. Anyway, uh, fill your boots. Noah, my son, is going to... He's given me his... We, we've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe on this every day. Um, and so he's going to give... On Friday, he's going to give me, and I'll give you, his currently available current classic, not future classic, on Cinch. And you two are going to get involved today as oh, well, yes, aren't you? Please, yeah. Okay. Do you have one in mind, Rachel, for later? Yes. So I, well. No, no, for later. Yes, yes. I okay, cinch.co.uk. I've got a question, though, that I need to ask okay. you about one do of Okay. Do you them. have a future classic now? Do you think you have a future classic? in? And the, see, the, the thing with the question is, if you think it's a future classic and you genuinely believe it, it's already a classic. Mm. It's a sort of non sequitur, really. Um, it's a bit of a, an oxymoron as a thought. So, 8722, do you have a future classic, current, really current classic? Um, or do you have an eye on one? Or do you have an opinion on what might become one that already isn't? I suppose that's what's interesting. Sorry, I'll stop now, I promise. <laughs> but because there are future classics on Cinch as well. So, but then again, Oh. So, like, if you look at a Tesla Model X, the one with the Goldwing doors, right? Future classic, especially if you get an early one. Or is it already a classic? Because it's got the funky doors. You know, if it's, fu if it's fun when it's born, if the kids think it's fun, is that code for future classic? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think the first future classic that I ever bought was the convertible Saab. The Saab 9.3 convertible. All I right. just loved that car. It lived about six months on your driveway because I forgot it there once. Yeah. Do you remember? But yeah. I just loved that car. But well, that wasn't a future classic. That was a classic. That's yeah, why it you bought classic. it. Exactly. So it wasn't a future classic. Yeah, it was already a classic when I got it. Yeah. So it's not a future classic. You bought a classic car. Congratulations. We're talking future classics. <laughs> Which are sort of current classics. Well, I just talked about that for five minutes. What didn't he get about anything that I said? You bought a classic car. Cinch wanted to promote future classic. Yeah, but it was a new car when I got it. Was it brand new? Yeah. Brand new? Brand new. Spanker? Uh, like a year old. Okay, no, fair enough. So then it was... Okay, yeah. how about this then? Another mm -hmm. code. If you buy something that's cool and new, it's probably going to be a classic. Or is it already a classic? I don't know. See, that's the debate for me. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Singe needs to talk to the management, to the management, or the management needs to talk to Singe next time they want us to start having conversations about future classics. We've talked about nothing else since off the air, have we? Yeah, we've been we've been looking up classic BMWs. Yeah, I mean, Rachel, you're in, aren't you? You're all in. I I have a question about one of the cars. Go on then. I, I'm wondering whether so I quite fancy the 
Land Rover Range Rover Vogue. Yes. Can you get it as a convertible? Yes, you can. Can you? Yeah. That See, would be now, mine. I wouldn't say much. that's a feature classic. But, but I would like to have one. Um, some guys are interested. But they want us to have the conversation. I would say no to that. Uh, it's a cool car, um, but I don't think it's a feature classic. I don't think you can. Maybe. Maybe people will be raving about them because they look a bit like a Barbie. Barbie might have a pink one of those. Yes. I saw my first ever pink Tesla yesterday. I mean, I think it doesn't it come off. part of the... Barbie. No, but I think maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it was heading towards London. Maybe some kind of promotion. Barbie promotion didn't have any livery on, but it was it Yet. was it was shocking pink. By the way, that's so unfair on pink because it's a compliment. Shocking pink, isn't it? Yeah, it's only shocking. Mean, you could see it. Yeah, it was it was coming the other way. I was exiting. I was egressing the capital, and mm-hmm. it was coming into the capital, and everybody was. It popped. It popped on the M40 yesterday. See, they don't sell them in pink. They sell them in quite a limited number of colours Teslas and that's my that's my biggest issue with them I, I'd want a pink one well, or an orange one or you, you could obviously get it wrapped or get it painted right. and that's what this person has done so why, why so why do you have an issue with, with Tesla then? I like look look colours a big thing for me yes with a car uh-huh. and why, why wouldn't you just get it wrapped like this other person had done? So you clearly love Teslas. You're not letting a little thing like not getting it wrapped stand it oh it's oh it's more expense yeah the weakest... You've got to actually spend money. But your weakest link, millions. <laughs> you did the weakest link at the weekend. Did you say hi to Babs? I didn't see Babs, oh. but I did say hi to her because I was talking... In your to... ear. Was she yeah, in your I ear? was talking to um, Rick Edwards. Oh! And, um, and, and we were talking about her and I had an, a, 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 a microphone on, so hopefully can we she just, could hear Can me. we just learn how to be on the radio? Can you just tell everybody who Babs is so they know what the heck you're talking this is about? the director of the This is like a thing. Guys, guys, there's a way of having a conversation off the radio where you both know what you're talking about, and there's a way of having a conversation on the radio to include the listeners so it's not... Ex- what People say to me, they say, what I like about your shows, you chat, you, you all chat away, but it's not exclusive because I know how to frame it. Leave these two on their own. Mm. They'll be talking about their dishes next. Yeah, how Go is on. that dishwasher? Who is Babs? <laughs> Babs uh, directs both The Weakest Link mm. uh, in Scotland and the Horn Section TV show in Kent. Yes. Essex. <laughs> <sighs> right, good. Um, Tom in Portsmouth says, I think the reason for the limited challenges in tennis originates from the fact that it took a while for Hawkeye to process the triangulation data. It interrupts the game and also it wasn't necessarily 100% accurate. But I agree, right now it's accurate. Quick! And a fundamental established part of the game, so I'm with you. Tech, please. Tech all the way. More about this now, Scott in Southampton. Always love the show. Totally agree that we just need to use the technology in sport. I get so frustrated almost every event I watch. And oh, what about the line judges that will be put out of work? Well, um, no, absolutely not. Keep as many line judges as there are now on the court as part of the theatre. Just like, you know, there are other theatrical parts of Wimbledon. It's a very theatrical kind of event. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's eye candy. It's gorgeous to look at. The sound of, of tennis being played, you know, you can almost fall asleep to it. You know, if you're in the park and somebody's playing tennis in the distance, you know, the strawberries and the cream. And Wimbledon makes hundreds of millions of pounds, right? You can still employ the line judges. They've all got um, earpieces in or they've got little tapping devices on their wrist and they they just interpret the technology for the sake of us you keep it human but the decisions have to be automated there you go problem solved nobody's upset less people are upset it's a better thing 
Thank you. Welcome, by the way, Wimbledon. You're they won't do it. They won't do it. Well, do you know they won't do it? it? Makes too much sense. They'll do it in like five. Oh, we're going to review. They'll review it in five years' time or ten years' time. You know, there are glaciers that move faster than some organisations. I'm not saying that's Wimbledon necessarily, but sort of. Um, do you remember when they changed the rules? We're going to change the rules of golf, and they just tweaked them a tiny bit. And golf said, "Look, look how we're changing it." No, what you said is you can you can putt with a flag in. That's not a big. That's not a big change. That's a tiny thing it's a good change it's, it it's is a great good change. change yeah but um it's not yeah. a big change yeah. it's not an earthquake it doesn't register on any richter scale anywhere <laughs> yeah. galen bedford says first time texter here we go Long time listener. My family has four generations born on halloween my great uncle my mum my sister and my 13 year old son okay that's that's good that's good but this family um in uh, wherever it is uh, they they uh, say they say all nine members of their family born on the 1st of August you know I'm sure it's true I just prefer not to believe it <laughs> I'm sure it's true I'm sure it's true I just don't believe it okay. <laughs> I mean the two are not mutually exclusive in my head you can you can massage you can massage nature a little bit can't you if you if you try and conceive yes um, August, September August, September, October yes. early October time and then you go for an elective cesarean on the 1st of August. Oh, once it starts, you know, 1st of August, 2nd one, 1st of August, 3rd one, 1st of August, then you get, okay, this is going to be our thing now. We'll elective cesarean 1st of August. And then, like, in nine children's time, like, towards, like, the middle of July, we'll get in the papers. <laughs> this is what happens when he has sleep. I prefer him tired, uncommunicative and senseless. Because, see... I sort of get where he's going with that. Yeah. And I don't like it, Rachel. <laughs> I don't like it. Sean in Middlesbrough. Hello, Chris and the team. I've got a Blue Fit 500 and I fell in love with it as soon as I bought it. Although I've always been tempted to get a Ford Fiesta ST. Could this be a future classic and should I do it? We were talking about it last night. Noah says all Ford Fiestas are classics. I said, no, they're not. They're not. The, the old ones are. Even the, the sort of uh, the L's are. You know, Of course, the XR2s are and things like XR2i. <gasps> um, but uh, for Fiesta ST, yes, definitely future classic, hundred percent. What does the ST stand for? Uh, super sport kind of trim, kind of thing. Mm. Super turbo. Yeah, yeah super they come turbo. in really funky. I mean, talking about they're funky cool. colours, they're orange yeah. or they're bright green. Cool, cool interiors, yeah. bit of Alcantara going on. If you're lucky, uh, Recaro seats, you know, racing seats, things like that. Uh, definitely, hundred percent, and available on Sitch. Love this. Uh, Ruben in Montpellier, totally with you on the old mini, but new mini maybe. Well, the new minis aren't minis; they're maxis. You know, they're bigger than the, if you have, if you look at, if you get a new mini, apart from the, there's, the, there's, there's one that's got this sort of, it's a cabriolet. It's not, but it's not a material roof. It's a, it's a metal roof and it folds in. It looks like a chopped mini, but it's not. Apparently they're really rare and uh, they're quite small, but any other new mini other than that one, if you put that, if you park that mini next to an original Range Rover, it's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Wowzers. I think. Um, I have a mini in turquoise with black striping, Union Jack roof, nice red piping on the black leather. It's also the last of the sports mapping that says maximum go-kart feel. <laughs> okay, maybe you have got a classic. I've got a rather massive road trip of sorts and we'll be collecting my son Harry and mate Margot from Montpellier tomorrow morning. Look, it feel, okay, you've sold it to me as a classic because of the way you spec'd it or the way somebody spec'd it and you bought it. It's, I, just, I tell you, talking about go-karts, I think I was watching the British Grand Prix on Sunday, trying trying to stay awake, and um, 
I think that the lap record for Silverstone used to be and may still be held by a go-kart, not a Formula 1 car. Whoa! I think so. so that's an excellent fact. Um, I think so. Because they don't... Well, they don't have to slow down in the corners. They just, they just carry on. Yeah. And if you take the average speed over the lap, it's, it's quicker. Or used to be. It definitely used to be the case. And I think Formula 1 cars have got slower, not quicker. So I think that maybe it's still the case. And if it is the case, and even if it isn't the case, I thought, well, you know when they do those funky films on Sky beforehand, before each Grand Prix, I thought it would be great to get... Because Lewis was... A, you know, Lewis cut his teeth in karting, as did many of the current F1 pack, um, to get a, a current Formula 1 driver, maybe two teammates, one in the Formula 1 car, one in a zip car or a supercar, and they race around the track and then they both swap and they do it again. See, who, see who's fastest. And great you take idea. the average of two times. That's a film way. To, maybe they've already made it. It's not one I've seen. What's the, what's the truth? Um, what's the fact, Vass? The, the, the official lap record for an F1 car at Silverstone mm -hmm. was set in 2020 yep. by Max Verstappen. Verstappen. Um, and that was uh -huh. 1 minute 27 seconds. 27.1 well, And then it? if you look at the... Um, the te top 10 fastest lap times around Silverstone, mm -hmm. number one is a road car, a McLaren P1, in 58 seconds. So that is 30 seconds quicker than a Formula One car. I know, but they just don't like to mention it. Formula One. <laughs> That's it's not good for, It's not good for business. That's... Normal car beats Formula One car. It's not a normal car, but anyway, it's a car that you can buy. You can drive it on the road. Go on. Um, and then, yeah, and then a Porsche 918 Spider. All can you go to a seconds. cart? Silverstone lap record go kart mm, go kart super kart go kart dum da da dum da 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 dum 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 da da dum da 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 dum she's good at you good at that have you ever done that before no. that's so cool <laughs> we should take that on the road we should tour that what run for Silverstone yeah, I think so I think we should tour it Fastest, when you ready yeah it doesn't look like that's a thing. <laughs> which, you, which will mean it probably definitely is, actually. Francis can't find it. Normal service is resumed where Vassas is concerned. <laughs> Smartphones only as smart as yeah. the pilot. No, it's not a thing. Of course it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Supercar series, it's a thing. You just can't find it. <laughs> Good old SEO Trot has caught up with um, life generally, and all you have to do is Google the right thing. All you have to do is go and see if a car and lap time. You found it in the end. Yeah, so. Why didn't, just, you, why didn't you find it in the beginning? Just because, out of interest. Because what I wrote was go kart, and what I should have written is supercart. Which is what I said. Mm. So, um, just to recap, everybody, yeah. Chris suggested that go karts were quicker around Silverstone than Formula One Supercar. cars. So I looked at um, Formula One cars, 127 lap record at Silverstone, Max Verstappen two years ago, yeah. three years ago. Now. What a slow coach. Um, the lap record for a go kart, yeah. or a supercart, yeah. is 102. No, so that's, is, that's 25 yeah. seconds faster than Max Verstappen what, for, in a go-kart. Why do they use Formula 1 cars? Uh, because they just Why don't, don't they put all the drivers in go-karts? For the same reason they still use line judges at Wimbledon instead of Hawkeye. Do we need to revolutionise every sport? They don't want you to sport? know. What? Do we need to revolutionise <clears throat> every sport? Do you know how many vehicles are fast around Silverstone than Formula 1 cars? Mm. How, how long do you have, Rachel? Yeah. 
How many years do you expect to live? We went for that today. I went for 87. Faster, she went for... 91. 91. And she went for 90 and I've added a year. Tilly went for 100 because she's born in 2000. She just thought 2000, 2100 was neat. Mm. Okay. <laughs> nice. What about you? What are you hoping for? Top of your head, go on. I've never thought. No, just go. Don't, don't think about it. Don't think 85. about it. Eighty-five. Yeah, no, you'll be way, way beyond eighty-five. Oh, way I don't know. Beyond. I don't. I want quality, not quantity. No, no, no. I think you'd be fine. Oh, thanks. that's why I went for eighty-seven because my mum was great to eighty-seven, eighty-eight, eighty-nine started to fall off, and she had a bit, a torrid time. It has to be said between sort of ninety-three. She didn't want to be here anymore, and she was had an awful, awful, awful. And we looked after her really well, but it was t- terrible, terrible. He was. Nobody wants that, do they? Yeah. Anyway, go on. Back to vehicles around. Um, so, so the 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 fastest road car is a McLaren P1, and yep. that's that's quicker than your superbike. That's fifty eight seconds. Supercars. But the fastest. Supercar, super, you just said superbike. Sorry, you meant supercar. Super you built a superbike. You've now blown it. I have a bit. The fastest the ever fastest lap of Silverstone is a is fifty two seconds yeah. set during qualifying for the British Superbike. Which so is why superbike fans get the real hump when we don't mention MotoGP and things like that. After and we bang on about Formula and they go, you know that we're like fifty percent faster than those guys. Mm. You know that we like knock off. You know they go. Oh, Verstappen is he's two hundredths ahead of Lando Norris. Lando Norris is one hundred second ahead of this, and they go, "We're half a minute faster than any of them." Where, where's our headlines? Where's our drive to survive? Where's our ride to survive? Is there a MotoGP version of that show? There should be. It's so funny though, but it's about theatre. It's about the theatre. You know, it's, they've just got the marketing right. They've got the theatre right. They've got the glamour right from years and years ago in the 50s and the 60s. The drivers were like gods. You know, the the, the grid has always been surrounded by glamour. You know, the, the venues, Monaco, for Monaco then, see Las Vegas now, they're doing it again. They're reinventing their sport. You know, as the original venues for Grand Prix are losing their shine and their sheen, they've gone, OK, well, we need a Texas. We need Austin. We need Las Vegas. We need Miami. Um, you go, yeah, you're right. And they're not, because they're in the entertainment business. Because the Americans bought it and they go, like, right, okay, 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 hang on a minute. We've just bought Star Wars. The thing is, the great thing is, they didn't, Bernie Eccleston didn't know he owned Star Wars. He thought he owned Scalextric. <laughs> you know, and he still yeah. did pretty well. You know, he, he, genius for genius, see geniuses, right? And so they've gone, okay, we're going to make this entertaining. It's not about the weekend anymore. You can land, you, people come to Las Vegas on the Monday, they party, um, the, all this heat comes to the, to, to the strip. And then at some point, we'll have a race for 90 minutes and nobody will care. And nothing yeah. will, nothing, not much will happen in the race. And that's true. And the people at the pointy end, of the racing think that it's really exciting and it is to them because it's their world it's the page of the book that they're looking at and that they've also written and they've got to edit and they've got to collaborate with other people about that page of the story that they're reading but the rest of us are reading a bigger story drive to survive miami can we get tickets for this can we get tickets for that and it's all really exciting my favorite two ever silverstone laps were i think there was a typhoon jet against a formula one car that was great. That would have been fun. And I think it was a Mercedes. And I think what happened was the Mercedes was given a start on the jet. Um, and I can't remember who won. And then similarly to that, also a Mercedes, Mercedes had a van, an AMG van. And the van was given, um, I think, a third of a lap start against the F1 car. And it was really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I think that maybe the F1 car won in yeah. the end. Uh, but that was all really But it's all theatre. It's theatre. It's theatre. Which is why the tennis is having an issue. Because they don't want to lose the theatre. But now 
it's the 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 miscalled line line calls are so prevalent that they have to do something about it. You can keep the hum keep the humans, keep the theatre, keep the tradition. Because everybody's wondering what you know. What are the line judges going to be wearing this year? What colour are the blazers? What are they going to look like? And they should be qualified line judges. That's completely fine. But this is a different qualification. It's a different, and they you still have all the human factor, but it's just backed up by technology as opposed to the other way around. Players having to bet on human beings making mistakes, which is what players currently have to do. When they refer uh, LBW to DRS in the cricket, VAR in football, it's, a, it's um, whatever it may be, a penalty decision or offside or a foul now as well, you know, uh, or line calls um, in tennis, you know, the players shouldn't have to bet on human beings getting it right when the technology... And what? how do they check? They go to the technology to check the human beings. And the technology thing in... The technology has its arms folded and is grumpy at the back of the room yeah. going, oh, oh, now you want to know us. Yeah. Now that you think your human's got it wrong, oh, now you want our 100% success strike rate. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio.